Jason Kogar, and you are listening to a powwow with Pops coming to you, not live, but hopefully streaming or some other way to you, coming from or coming from to you from us from here to you live, but not really. Uh, as you know, that was the Deftones. If you don't know, that's who that was. Uh, I believe the song was called Be Quiet and Dry. Um, Deftones, a band that I enjoy very much. I listen to them quite often, especially at the gym. I like, it's a good gym workout band. Um, uh, I don't think the band gets a lot of credit here on the East Coast. Uh, unfortunately, East Coast, West Coast music is kind of weird, it seems. Like a lot of people kind of tend to either like East Coast Punk or West Coast Punk or whatever. I don't know. I'm not putting those factions up there. Those are just conversations that I've heard from people that I know about music and why they like certain styles from where and whatnot. I'm, I'm, I'm an all-over-the-U.S. kind of guy. I like everything from everywhere. Uh, again, except everything, except country. And I wrote this the other day. No offense to country, old country I can get into. Um, Patsy Cline, of course, Senior Hank, some of that stuff. You know, they kind of lost me with the whole Willie Nelson and there and above, Waylon Jennings. I'm, I don't get into that shit. Uh, sorry. And I grew up in the South, so, I mean, I grew up listening to Molly Hatchet and Blackfoot. 
and stuff like that. So it's like, I, I, I guess like my being born in the North, being raised in the South, I've always had these rock, this rock and roll thing in my family, but being growing up and or coming down here at a young age and growing up in Florida, you get introduced to Southern rock music. You get introduced to Leonard Skinner and all that kind of stuff. And I was, of course, introduced to it at a very young age. And, uh, and some and songs, since I love music so much, and songs seem to be pinpoints of in the timeline for me in my life, there's a lot of those songs that I like uh, from those bands. Um, but again, country, uh, the closest thing I guess I could say to now that I would would say would be a country rock rhythm and blues band, which would cover all the bases, which would be a band that I've liked since the early 90s, and that would be Clutch. I consider Clutch a country rock rhythm and blues band. Uh, they just do it heavy. That's all. That's all it is. It's like mountain music. <laughs> uh, less the banjo. But it's got every, it's got all the other ingredients. But, uh, again, yes, welcome to a powwow pop. Sorry for that little ADHD tangent there. Went off somewhere on the music. But, uh, hope you all doing all right. I'm doing great. Had a wonderful weekend. It was nice and relaxing. Um, I'm not a big sports fan, but being from, I do like the the Patriots. All the times that I have been or have watched football uh, over the past probably 15 years, and that would probably be because of a friend of mine, Mr. Rebello. You know, that was kind of one of those things. Like I used to like watching the the games with him when we had a chance to watch the games together. Uh, that's probably the best, that's the only thing I really like about football games is the, the getting together with your friends. Uh, the sports part of it, me, I can take it or leave it, but, uh, it makes it fun in any other way, any other way, you know, to watch people argue or talk shit about football. It's, uh, it's always fun to watch that stuff. It's even fun to talk the shit, right? But, um, oh, there's my first um, but I'm not going to count them tonight. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to all my listeners, or all of you that have listened. Uh, If you are still listening, if I haven't lost your listenership, uh, thank you so much uh, for listening. I'm getting really close to a thousand um, listens, which I didn't even expect to ever have. Um, So I'm, I'm very honored and grateful for all of you that are listening. Um, listening to me whine and complain and cry about musicians and and things that make make my sadness sad <laughs> and make my tummy tum tums feel 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 not good. Uh, let's see, what's going on? What's going on in the world? Hi, huh, Callie. That's my cat, Callie. She. Uh, She's doing the podcast with me tonight, but I don't think she's going to be doing too much. Are you going to be doing any talking this evening? No talking this evening, I guess. So, uh, yeah. So I didn't watch any football games. I didn't watch any football games this season. That's, you know, like... When I was a kid, I wanted to play football, too. But my mom didn't let me play football. She signed me up for uh, 
dance class instead. She signed me up for uh, ballet. <clears throat> and I take it, I took it at a, what was the na name of that dance studio? Nancy's Dance Studio on US 41 across from the cemetery in Sarasota. Probably that was like 1980, 1981. <laughs> I, fall, I saw my first pair of boobs because of dancing, like at my first dance recital. I saw a ballet dancer, uh, this girl that I knew. I won't say her name. Even if she did know, I'm sure she wouldn't care, but, you know. But uh, I'll just, initials A. That's just her first name. But, uh, yeah, so that was that was my introduction to breast, was through dance. So it was kind of an artistic moment for me. I felt like an artist when I saw my first breast. So I wanted to cut my ear off and paint paint her. No, I didn't. No, I did not. So yeah, I took dance for five years. And then I also played soccer, which was probably the most dangerous sport I ever played. But other than that, not very big sports guy. Didn't play any other sports. Didn't play sports in high school. Didn't play, didn't play sports in middle school. Tried to break dance in middle school. Best thing that I got from my break dancing in high school was uh, I got kicked in the face by some karate kid while I was playing a Tron video game and eating a churro. So that was about the extent of my breakdancing career at a at the skating rink, at the Sunshine Skating Rink in Sarasota. Was, yeah, actually, someone did, like, actually did a spin kick and kicked me in the face because he, he thought I was gay because I was uh, dancing. That's what he said. So, and unfortunately, it was a lock-in, so I was kind of stuck in there the whole night with the guy. So he kind of tormented me the whole evening. It was a pretty fun night. <laughs> I, just, I had to pretty much had to stay awake the whole night so he wouldn't kick my ass. <laughs> it was funny. And back then, you couldn't even say anything. Like, nobody would even help you. You're like, oh, tough shit. Sorry. <laughs> oh, they're kicking your ass? Don't go in the bathroom by yourself. Whatever you do. Oh, my goodness. That's a, that's a funny memory. Painful one. My jaw still hurts from that shit. I didn't go down, though. That's the thing. You know, you get a big head like this. You don't go down too easily. You can take a hit. For sure. So, I haven't been back to the hardback since the opening. And I keep on trying to make it back there. I'm trying to get, actually get, trying to start either emceeing or trying to do some comedy stand-up. Uh, Jennifer Vito, if you're out there listening, get in touch with me. I gotta, I gotta remember to get in touch with you about that. So, uh, and whoever else does comedy in town, if you guys know of anything, let me know. I actually signed up for a comedy class, and it's, it was supposed to start this past Wednesday. So, uh, get off work at 6.30, the comedy class starts at 7. I hurry up, run home, eat something, bam, get in my car, get over to Santa Fe, walk in the classroom. There's, one, uh, there's no one sitting in there. Was she sitting there? No. Oh, no, there's no one sitting there. I sit down. I'm there for about two or three minutes. Other lady walks in. She sits down. We're sitting there. We start talking. Talking about comedy, of course. And uh, 
teacher never shows up. <laughs> we're there for a half an hour talking, and we're like, finally, we're like, hey, fuck, look at this. It's, the teacher's not. Now, the comedy teacher didn't even fucking show up to the class. It was hilarious. I was like, I guess that's a sign. Maybe I shouldn't take the class. I should just stop being worried about it and stop being, let anxiety control it and just fucking do it and get it over with, right? Just like everyone else says. Stop letting fear control your shit. So that's what I'm going to do. So I've been working on the writing, though. The writing part is what what's pretty scary for me when it comes to doing this stuff. So I don't know how well that's going to work out. But, you know, you got to fail. You got to fail before you don't, right? So it's the same with everything. At least that's what everybody always says when it comes to that stuff, right? You got to make sure you just got to work hard. Did you guys see that Bernie, uh, they, I, I guess they, this is for real. There is a real Ben and Jerry's, Ben's best Bernie's yearning ice cream. What? For real? Okay. Do you guys remember watching cartoons on Saturday mornings with a big bowl of cereal? I do. What kind of cereal did you eat? I usually had Lucky Charms was uh, was the one that I did. Well, that would jack you up pretty good, too. That's enough energy for the day, for sure. Actually, I'd do any cereal. I'm a cereal fiend. I could eat cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Not a problem. Same with pizza. I kind of like, I really idealistically have a fat kid's diet. I used to be a, kind of a heavy set guy myself, so I uh, used to, used to I, I had the pounds packed on there. I used to, had no problem doing that, that's for sure. I was a big boy at one time, so. And I think about food a lot. So I think I have a food addiction that I'm starting to realize that I have as I get older, which is weird to realize that you, well, actually, no, because, I mean, this it's probably quite common. People have different types of addictions when it comes to food. I guess I used most of mine usually was for uh, to make myself feel better. I was an anxious eater, I guess you would say. I wouldn't throw up or none of that stuff, but I, maybe I'd eat out of anxiety. Made me feel better. So, because having anxiety your whole life, you kind of <clears throat> figure out ways to uh, deal with the anxiety. Uh, there's food, there's masturbation, there's a lot of masturbation, uh, an obscene amount of masturbation, <laughs> and then there's food, and then there's masturbation. So, I mean, there's lots of ways to deal with the anxiety. Um, no, <laughs> no anxiety's tough growing up, you know, like I used to have panic, panic attacks and stuff when I was younger, and, uh. It started when I was younger, so I never understood where the panic attack came from and why I was having them. And then as I got older, you know, you have them. I was drinking a lot, and then I'd really have really bad panic attacks. I actually have to go to the hospital for a panic attack. My poor wife now, we had just started living together at the time, and here I am hungover when one day. She comes home from getting us sandwiches from... Hogan's and I'm freaking out running around the apartment like I'm gonna die I'm gonna die and she's like you're just having a panic attack dumbass and I'm like I'm gonna die I'm gonna die and then she you know of course I like freaked out so bad I made her drive me to the hospital and I went in the emergency room and did that whole thing they popped a Xanax in my mouth and I passed out for two hours 
So I guess she was right. It was a panic attack. So uh, I kind of, I knew she was the one. She took me to the hospital. You know, like when you're just dating someone, that's kind of like, that's a big thing to take on there. That's some pretty heavy responsibility. I mean, she was a lot younger than I was at the time. So she's still a lot younger than I am. What am I saying? But uh, (laughs) so uh, again, yes, getting close to looking at the stats on the Apollo Pops. And again, thank everybody for listening. I want to thank... I've done 20 of these podcasts, I think 20 podcasts so far. I'd like to go back and thank Eric DeMarco, or Ed. Uh, Again, rest in peace, David Bowie. Um, Happy New Year. Had fun with everybody down in Sarasota again. uh, I'd like to thank Jason Rockhill, Thunderclap, Alan Bushnell, Krista Meggs. The Get Down, of course. That's me. Uh, shift in the utility house. Oh, Mr. Alex P. Fox or <laughs> Jason Hedges, Pat Hughes, Doc, Army of Punch guys. Thank you, Matt Brink, John Marburger, Bobby Brown, and George Rebello. All of you, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me. And I can't wait to get a, another chance to sit down with you and talk to you again. Um, it really. This has been an amazing experience for me. I can't. I can't really tell you guys how what it's done for me. It's. Um, it's really given me. It's given me a really good uh, place to let out my. I guess I whatever I feel my artistic my autistic endeavor. Did you hear that? Whatever my autistic endeavor. Whatever my I feel my artistic endeavor is, or what I feel my gift is, which is talking. Because I'm just sitting here right now by myself, not talking to anyone. This is what I used to do as a as an only child. This is exactly I used to sit in a mirror and have conversations with nobody. I can answer myself. You know, I don't I don't need the I don't need the response. <laughs> it's it's. My wife could sit in the same car with me and she'll tell you I'll have conversations with myself. Are you talking to yourself? Yes, I am. It's kind of a a habit you pick up being an only child. Uh, So it's, uh, (laughs) you get, it's pretty, pretty funny. So um, I'd like to also put a shout out to my boy Tom Lacrasto. What up, Tom? Uh, Looking forward to seeing you in a couple weeks, eight weeks. I'm going to be heading up to New York. Hopefully everything will be defrosted by then. And the roads will be nice and safe for me to fly up to, or drive up to New York and do these interviews. I'm saving some ducats, trying to get some cash saved up. and So we can all get together and have some libations and, and have some good talks. So I'm really looking forward to doing that stuff and hanging out with you all. I'm also looking forward to hearing about where you guys are now in your lives and and all the things that you've accomplished. Uh, I'd also like to say I'm really looking forward to all the people coming up for interviews. Um, I'm getting in touch with people. I'm getting more people on. It's the beginning of the year. It's hard to get people together and schedules and everything. So it's, you know, you do what you got to do. And I told you guys that I would not not do this. I will be here every Monday, and I promised you I'd do it, and I'm here for you if you want me here. So 
It's going to be here and it's here for you to listen if you want me. I'm always here if you want me. There's always a hug. Big, big old hug arms waiting always for you. Because I'll hug you with some positivity. And smack you with some... No, I wouldn't smack you. I'm joking. That'd be negative. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to all the people I haven't seen in a while. You all know who you are. I love and care about you very much and appreciate you all. It's a... Getting older, you start realizing you you get way, 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 way less chances to to see all your friends. Uh, everybody's busy, you know. You got their jobs, their kids, <laughs> kids, and their wives and their families and their. So there's just lots of things going on. So it's really you know you don't get a chance to really see all the people that as much as you used to. So it's uh, this is me saying hello to all of you. I hope you're all doing very well and positive vibes out to all of you. Man, today was a nice day here in Gainesville. Holy moly. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. Couldn't ask for a better day. Temperature was right. It's a good good temp. Okay, folks, I got 998 plays. So, two more plays, and I will have broken 1,000. So, thank you very much. You guys are the best. You're the greatest, you're the best. And I appreciate you more than you, you don't even understand. You guys have given me purpose. And it's 51 degrees and clear in Gainesville, Florida. Low of 44 degrees this evening. Let's see, do I have any advertisements? Uh, I will be advertising hopefully soon. I'm working on that stuff right now. Uh, if there are any, if there are any businesses out there that would like to advertise on a powwow with pops, please get in touch with me at J. Kogar, J-A-Y-C-O-G-A-R at gmail.com or send me a message on a power of pops on Facebook. Um, I'm also on Pinterest, Pinterest, Twitter. You can find me through J. Kogar on Twitter, on Tumblr. I haven't done Vimeo yet. I don't know what's going on. With I don't know how to do that stuff yet. I'm still working on all this technical stuff. You know, baby steps. Can't get it all at once. You know, you can't rush it. Like I'm figuring that out. You gotta, you gotta go with the flow, and just and just do your thing. And and hope, <laughs> hope it lands. What? No. Oh, that's a cute job. Seven months. <laughs> People putting their kids on the interwebs. I don't know if I'd want to do that. I don't know. I don't think if... That's my opinion. If I had a child, I wouldn't put them on Facebook. Well, it's just my opinion. Because it'd probably be an ugly kid. I'm joking. No, it's not. That's not nice. Yeah, no. I couldn't do that. Holy moly, that's a small turtle inside of a bottle cap. So I've still been collecting records. 
So I think I might try to DJ, guys. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about DJ. I don't know. Should I do it? Maybe. Oh, that's a down dog. <coughs> and all of you that got lots of snow, hope you all are doing warm. It's uh, you guys got a lot of snow this weekend. Some of y'all got like twenty six inches, twenty three. What? That's insane. We even got a little snow here in the old Gainesville, Florida. It wasn't really snow, snow, but it was a little bit of snow. Holy moly. That's too much, yo. Bloody well. Bloody well. What can you do, mate? What can you do? What about that Flint, Michigan stuff, huh? That's horrible. What the fudge is right, man? Yeah, you people of Michigan know what you should do. I don't know, man. If people were poisoning my kids, I'd be kind of bummed. <laughs> so people send some positive vibes towards those people up there and hopefully give them the the right ideas on how to deal with, you know. Yeah, that's nuts. That's ridiculous. Gotta protect these kids, folks. What are y'all doing? What are you doing? It's crazy, folks. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So what the heck is going on? Anything going on? Any, any of y'all got anything exciting going on out there in the world? You guys, uh, you guys do anything crazy lately? You guys, you guys got anything wild going on? And you been doing anything that you want to talk to other people about or tell anybody about? You can tell me about it. Send me some messages. You can send me some messages on Twitter. Send me some messages on... If you have questions for the show. You know, we could talk about anything. You know, I think my format will probably grow or, or mature, I guess. Along with what the original idea is. But I just wanted to grow to where I could just interview pretty much anybody. You know, and learn about them and learn about what their their life is like and what their world is like. Because everybody's world's different, man. It's a, it's a crazy ride. I mean to tell you, everyone's world is different. On the same rock, but it's all different. <laughs> so maybe, <clears throat> how about this? I'm, I want a DJ, right? So maybe you guys can help send in some ideas. For my DJ name, uh, but include you gotta include my nickname Pops. So if you want to do that, send one in. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. That'd be great. Um, it'd be cool if you guys left more comments on the podcast. That way I could get a bearing of what uh, is good and what's not. <laughs> um, I don't mind if you guys can be critical. That's that. It's gonna have to come with the territory, right? I mean, I got, there's only one comment that I got, and I think they, um, they actually got rid of it, 
it was all in Spanish, and I, I couldn't get most of it. There was just a few words here and there, but the only word that I could really get out of it was motorhome. So I don't know if this person in, in whatever Latin-speaking country must think I'm a complete redneck. Because <laughs> it says motorhome. Because I said something about, I want. I think it says something like, I want to come visit you in your motorhome or something like that. It was, it kind of was like, I used to live in a motorhome at one point in time. But not anymore. <laughs> take the boy out of the motorhome. Can't take the motorhome out of the boy, I guess. That's funny. But, uh... <laughs> that one tricked me out. So, uh... Yes, where are my facilities managers at? No, any, any any other ones out there doing this kind of stuff? Just me, huh? All right. I don't know if I should tell some of the facilities, the, the stories, because some of the, the stuff that these kids do is outrageous, man. These kids are wild kids. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's like they're small adults that are messy. It's it's They're downright, <laughs> some of them are foul. It's hilarious. I told him I was going to talk about him on my podcast, and they're like, you better not. I was like, oh, I totally am. I'm going to tell the whole world about you kids. Totally tell the whole world about you kids. But they they smiled anyways. I'm sure they, uh, I'm sure they wouldn't mind. <laughs> so, well, excuse me. <clears throat> Been up since 5.45 this morning. Getting up early, doing the workout thing before I go to work. Trying to keep that old age away. Because it's creeping up quick. Things are starting to hurt and fall apart. Real fast. Um, also, I was wondering... Uh, ideas for shows. I mean, I don't always have to interview... You know, whatever. This, If you guys have an idea for a show, let me know. I mean, I'll, I'll try. I'll try stuff. You know, like I've got some ideas on the side that I'm working on. So hopefully, I can get those things together and and get them get it all set up in line, and so I can so I can do it right. <laughs> Went and saw the new James Bond or the latest James Bond movie. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the last one. But, you know, I'm no filmmaker, and my taste in James Bond movies probably aren't, aren't, doesn't matter. Sorry. So, uh, let's see here. So, let's see. What else do I got going on? I guess, I guess I really don't have too much more going on. It's, uh... Already, how long have I been doing this? What, 32 minutes? I've been blammer, blammering. See, I don't even, I'm not even using the correct words. I'm yammering. Wouldn't that be the right one? Yammering? Right? I need to look that up. I don't know. The words, they escape me. You have to read books, from what I understand, if you want to keep the words, you know, in the head. You know. You can't just cuss all the time and, and talk as if you've never <laughs> paid attention to English class. You know what I mean? It doesn't uh, doesn't do too good when you work like that. Or you uh, use that way of speaking for too long. 
without introducing or reintroducing words into your vocabulary and reminding yourself what word, what the words means mean and how to use them. <laughs> so uh, that's why they call it dope. So yeah, writing writing for jokes very hard. Everything I've looked at online about it, they're like, oh, it's so easy. But I mean, those are the people that don't make it. But I mean, if you listen to all the all the, I mean, the stuff that I've listened to from comedians say it takes a long time. So I just have to, like you say, like they say, be patient, and just take my time and keep rewriting until the stuff feels comfortable enough to say in front of somebody. Or I don't have to cringe when I say it. Because it's like, what are you talking I mean, I'm going to... Yeah, it'll be all over the place. It would be all over the place. I don't think it would be really... Does anybody... I have never used Uber. I guess people use Uber. I don't know. That's... I was going to drive for them. I just gave them a free advertisement. Holy cow. There you go, guys. That's the one you get. I will advertise for my favorite podcast because I like them. But you guys know the ones. Bill Burr's, Mark Barron's, Joe Rogan's. Steve Austin's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. All really funny. Doug. Doug Benson's is good as well. And I, I, oh, I got, I started my first, my very first ever at the age of 44, my very first financial, uh, you know, you set up your finances where you set money aside for this thing and you set up a, a, a you know, you, 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 you oh, you wanted to go to, make, you know, Disney in six months, well, you're going to put this much away each week and Save this much here and here and there, and you know, for being, you know, it's about time. Forty-four years old, finally actually doing that and trying to care about where the money is and where it goes, and you know, I know you can't take it with you, but I guess you got to save a little bit too, huh? <laughs> got to leave your partner something, you know. You can't leave your partner without anything. And they're fucked up. So, uh, growing up on that part. That's why I'm trying to bust my ass and try to get this podcast off the ground and turn this into something. Because without you guys, I'm nothing. So I definitely need you, and I appreciate, again, everything that you guys have have done just through your listenership. Uh, please pass the word along. Tell everyone about it. Damn it, tell everyone about it, you jerks. Awesome jerks. You awesome, beautiful jerks. Jerks in a very loving way is how I meant that. No. Again, I appreciate you all. Um, work, like I said, this week I'll try to get some some good ones in here. Some people that can do a better job at telling stories than I can. I didn't have any really good stories this week. It was kind of like just a w good work week. Again... Sorry, Patriots. My boy, George Rubello. Sorry, dude. Sorry about that. Boom, 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 boom. But I don't know, uh, you know, what, what you want me to leave you guys with. But let me see if I can find something to leave you guys with this evening.
find a tune to go out with. What do we want to listen to tonight? I don't know, is anyone really particular about what they want to hear? Let's see what we could get up on the old, uh, get up on the tunes here. But everybody up in New York, you all stay warm and safe. Watch out for that snow. This stuff's a bitch. You guys, and be careful for the flooding too. All of y'all who live in the mountain areas, be careful for that stuff. Let's see what else. Uh, what do you guys want to listen to on the way out? Is there anything... I think I'm going to play you... Have I already played this song on my show? I don't know if I played this show. Played this song on the show yet. But uh, it's one of my favorites. So... Uh, Alright folks, this is from a band from the 80s, oddly enough. I know you guys were like, whoa, a band from the 80s, really Jay? No way. No, seriously, way. And you're like, no way. And I'm like, way? <clears throat> That's somebody else's joke. <laughs> but um, again, thank you all very much for listening and again if you need to get in touch with me uh, if you want to do some advertising anything j-a-y-c-o-g-a-r at gmail.com or a power with pops on facebook you can like me on facebook that'd be awesome you could also like me on all the other Pinterest, Tumblr, Google Plus, I'm on it all. So, um, these ums, gotta work on these, but I love you guys. I love you guys very much. I appreciate y'all. Have a good night. <laughs> Yeah.